Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I'm giving a shit about you today. Uh, yes, because you need it. We all need it, right? I'm here for you. Uh, you know, this guy called in, like, was it last week? Who's that guy that called in? You know, I was just thinking about that. I got this ran. Well, I was asking for a call because I never mind. But somebody called in from uh, Nova Scotia, a baker, and I, and he sent me a message and I can't find it. So whoever you are, the baker from no- Nova Scotia, was it Steve? Steve, I think, Dave, uh, call in again today. And uh, thanks for listening. I'm going to tell you about our, our, you know, it's Radio Free Brooklyn, right? You know that. It's the best radio station on the planet, on this planet, not on Mars, because, but we'll be there. We're going to, we got a thing with uh, Elon Musk going on, so we'll be there, but we're not there yet. Uh, But we do have this really, I am really excited. First of all, folks, I want you to know that I personally help set this up. I am personally invested in our holiday party. Okay, personally, I want you, that's right, I'm looking at you, because you can get free drinks, free beer, free beer. I negotiated that for you. So don't fuck with me and show up at the party, okay? It's uh, December 13th, that's a Thursday from 7 to 10 at Braven Brewing Company, which is this amazing uh, brewery uh, run by awesome people. And uh, they are, we are getting, we are able to give you two free beers uh, if you RSVP. Okay, so what you got to do, folks, is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Holiday 2018 and RSVP. Okay, the play, the uh, the venue, the brewery company is at fifty two Harrison Place, and uh, can you believe this? We're a nonprofit station, and we're also giving away, we're also getting you free beer. I mean, what more? What more can you want? You're welcome. Uh, so today I have this really uh, fascinating, I would say, fascinating and fabulous. I don't know guest Melissa Roth, who is um ridiculously talented. She is an actress. She is a um you know she's like one of those people that like can magically sing, dance, act. And she's also like gorgeous on top of that. And like, she's got a great figure. You know what I mean? Like, she's just perfect. Uh, And she's also nice, which is so weird. Uh, All those things in one human. Um, But she's here today. And we had a nice chat before she came on. And I was trying to figure out, like, there's so many threads that I wanted to pull together. The reason I had known Melissa and I intended on having her on, but I noticed this post that she had put on Facebook that she wound up taking down. And it was about how thankful she was. And she'd had some health problems, some really frightening health problems, but she's healthy now. Mm-hmm. And uh, some health boyfriend, health problems, boyfriend problems. So we talk, before she came on the air, we took, talked a little bit about that. And then we also talked, I also said, you've got to go to her website. It's melissaroth.com. Melissa Beth Roth. Melissa Beth Roth, mm-hmm. thank you, dot com. And uh, 
look at her acting real because this person is, you know, so when she walked in, I'm like, how come you're not, you know, like, I mean, she's certainly not Cynthia Nixon or, I mean, there's so many, I mean, I don't know why that actress came to my mind, but there's so many great, like, like those people who, who she's so good and better than so many actresses on TV or the movies. And she, and you know, she's got the whole package and her career's going pretty well right now, I think. But uh, we talked about that. So what I want to do with her is get into this quality, this strength, this, this uh, ability to overcome obstacles and stay on track. Um, I think has gotten her in trouble with men mm-hmm. because she is gorgeous and she's everything and she's not dating anyone right now. And part of the illness had to do with the breakup of a man. So I'm going to have her sort of explain that because I don't want to do the talking for her. Uh, but but before I do, do that, I want to give, um, you know what I had to do? I, I'm going to Miami, 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 Basel. Miami, I'm covering it for the Bushwick Daily, which I'm very, very excited about. But the only time they could fit me in to have my roots, so I have to have my roots done, was this morning. And I want to give a shout out. Melissa, how great does my hair look? Can oh, you my s- God. It's wonderful. It's fabulous. It's the most beautiful, fiery red. You don't it's, see me often enough. I but don't. that But this is really <laughs> special. Like, this is special, right? It is. I really it look is. great. Yes. I really look great. And I, I really feel that way, which is a pretty big miracle for me. So I wanted to give um, a huge shout out to PickthornBK.com, Pickthorn, P-I-C-K-T-H-O-R-N-B-K.com, just because, like, they're amazing, amazing women, in, and they are, they, they're incredible, and uh, I just wanted to share that. They're not paying me. They didn't ask me to do this. I just want to tell you how much I love those women because uh, for so many, if you go there, you're get, you will get your hair done, but you will also feel empowered. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So if you have self-esteem issues, don't even magically they will cure them. I don't know what it is. I'm feeling so good today, which is why I'm so glad you're here, Melissa. Yay, me too. <laughs> a little closer to the mic. Oh, a little yes. closer to the mic. So, Melissa, mm-hmm. I gave you a mouthful to try to um, <laughs> describe to us. So, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Why don't you uh, describe the illness and the boyfriend? And then where you are now, and we also talked about how you're feeling like your career is totally on the upswing and stuff like that. So we want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then mention the Bohemians, and then I'll do the plug. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, so long story short, I I was seeing somebody who I guess had unresolved relationships with an ex-girlfriend, uh, with another person who was kind of more than one person it was it was more than one um and did you know that were you aware of it i was not i was aware that there was an ex-girlfriend uh we had taken a bit of a break we had then gotten back together um but what did he talk to her did you know he was seeing her did he did you feel like he hid hid that oh yeah no there there was definitely i I mean it was just it it was okay he hid it all right go ahead yeah um not my 
not my shining moment in terms of, of no no judgments you know, no yeah. don't start judging because my listeners are way worse <laughs> and they'll be they'll be offended they're way they're yeah. way sluttier right guys oh. we're all slutty go ahead yes um long story short i ended up getting a bacterial infection from, from this the person guy. from this person yeah um and it was uh right before our relationship sort of fizzled i knew things were coming to an end it was still a little bit of trying to work things out um mm-hmm. the problem was is i did not know that i had this bacterial infection i went away to shoot a movie i came back had gotten priced out of my apartment moved into another place the guy that i moved in with was my friend's roommate i moved in with him he forgot to feed my cat for 3 days it shut my cat's liver down i watched my cat die for these many months i had stopped sleeping as soon as i moved into that apartment i didn't hit rem sleep for a year on top of having this bacterial infection that eventually caused severe anemia my body stopped uh absorbing any nutrients no matter what i ate i was not gaining weight and my skin turned yellow i dropped down to 89 pounds um, before my sister was like <laughs> yelling at me, I think you're anemic. Um, so I thank her for, for caring enough to <laughs> pick a fight with me live? about it. Where does she's she... upstate? She's up the oh, North Fork. Okay. Yeah. So that's not so, too far. No. Um, so I, uh, so I, I at least had her kind of looking out had that. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Thank I do God. have a support system. I, I am. Very I wouldn't fortunate. call one yeah. person a support no, system. By family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you had somebody. You know, right. I had somebody, um, but because I freelance, um, I had checked that I had allowed the IRS to track my income mm-hmm. uh, so that and which fluctuated all the time. So I was every month for that year, my health insurance was uh, I had it. I didn't have it. I was on Medicaid. I wasn't on Medicaid. So through all of this stuff, all of the extreme stress, cortisol levels, also my doctor believed that my pancreas eventually couldn't handle Mm -hmm. the cortisol levels um, from your stress from the stress right uh the lack of sleep um you know watching this dying cat and then the bacterial infection which then was causing the anemia and overgrowth of candida that happened Uh um so at by last october i was just shoving food in my face which i then think also pushed the pancreas you know, over the edge, um, caused enough damage that my blood sugars... I also stopped um, ovulating, so my ovaries uh-huh. swelled up, so they uh-huh. thought I had polycystic ovarian syndrome, which I'm not insulin-resistant, so that's not it. Uh-huh. Um, well, the point is, but the is point that is, it was... Is undi- that, yeah. You had undiagnosed symptoms that were very, very yeah. obvious, Yep, very severe, yep. and it had to do with your pancreas. Yeah. And they thought that maybe you had can't. You thought you I was. They, I, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I just knew that I was know. like they didn't know. Nobody knew. So like that. So, is and I un- couldn't get to a doctor until last December. So uh, over a year, going through all of this, trying whatever natural remedies I could, I ate myself out of the anemia. Uh-huh. Um, I you know I did as much research on nutrition as I possibly mm-hmm. could to see what I could adjust and change. And I already ate healthy and I already exercised. You're naturally but, skinny. You're very. Thing, yeah, I mean, I was much curvier than yeah, I you lost. Don't look, but you don't look like you look like a small, thin person, not like a freakishly thin person. But right. you said you were 20, 20, I was pounds. 20 pounds lighter. Yeah, which yeah. Is, I'm just telling you guys because you can't see like if you saw her now, you'd be like, she's so skinny. What is she talking about? She's just naturally skinny. Yeah. But like this must have been really freaky. It was it was scary. I, I had I couldn't sit on the subway. It was too painful because my butt bones. bones were like, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was frightening. No, it was very um, frightening. Yeah. Very, very, very. And you also had to work. You had, I had all to work this, through all of this. And you so had multiple part time jobs. And by the worst of it, last October, November, I was doing five shows within a you know, six week. Did you period. have to kind of keep that to yourself when you were on sets? And um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, you uh, know, I was doing shows where I was working with people on, uh, you know, there's one show that I do monthly. And so mm-hmm. people kind of saw the decline, but weren't sure if I was. Were people worried about you? People were worried and, but they wouldn't, they, they didn't come to me. You know, I, I, they were discussing it behind my back and often I could hear them talk about it, which was hard and that was an isolating I'm making I'm like this is like a speechless (laughs) speechless moment for me it's hard and I hard yeah yeah it it was difficult I could understand their fear of not Mm -hmm. wanting to insult me if it was something other than being sick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I and I could understand them not knowing how to help Mm -hmm. um but it but was, it like was like difficult, it was and I was little... too weak to ask for help. And the few people that I did ask, you know, for help, it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't get the help. So let's talk so. about the Bohemians, and yeah. then I want to get into this. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the Bohemians. And you have free tickets to give away, I right? I do have free tickets. Um, I, we, I said we don't get a lot of call-ins, but let's give it a shot. Yeah. How many, uh, how many tickets we you got? We have six tickets that we can give away. That's pairs of three. Yeah, so we'll pairs of three. Or, or you can go by yourself if yeah, you all just want one. Why not? Say it. It's you... a romantic comedy, which is something that I'm very excited to branch into. You I do a lot this. of drama. I do a lot of horror, sci-fi, that kind of stuff. So the romantic comedy is exciting. Yeah, it's a comedy about love, mm-hmm. life, letting go. Follows a couple who move into an apartment only to have their parents go to extreme lengths to get them to move. December 6th through 22nd, Thursday through Saturday at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 3 uh theater in new city 155 first avenue so call in for tickets 718-928-9732 it sounds like it's like a fun thing it is yeah and like people can that live in new york and like oh they'll relate relate to it and also you're you're you get to kiss the you're the star. I do. There's lots and of you making get, out. There's lots of making out with that really <laughs> well, fucking well, handsome of, guy. Oh, he's cute. Your right? co-star yeah. is also like I looked him up. He's a part-time model. Is mm-hmm. that fun kissing him? Or I mean, yeah, do you, you need, know yeah, it's acting. We're, she's we're, making it's professional. Like, it's, it's professional yeah. kissing. Okay, if he needs if he needs any practice, will you let me know? I'll tell my husband it's just professional. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, so I'm really curious. Like, okay, so this is the feeling I'm getting from you. If we can, if sure, and and uh, like I said, I'm an asshole. I'm a, I have no formal training, so I could be completely off on this. But this is the feeling. I'm I'm going to be direct about my feelings, mm-hmm. my sense of this. So what I'm getting is that you are like. Uh, what's the word like um steel like you are like a fucking piece of steel like no matter what i'm gonna get through this i'm fucking self-reliant i'm okay i'm an actress i'm going to smile and be professional no fucking matter what is that you? That that's pretty much me. Yeah, and yep. um, so I think that uh, there's a lot of rewards in that, and that's like if you're gonna have like 
if you're going to have something that makes your life difficult, that's the kind of thing you want to have. But I think that I'm wondering if you don't give, you take too much responsibility. That's what I'm wondering. So I want to find out more about that. And I think it might be getting in your way with men because men, oh, well, this is huge generalization, Mm. but like a lot of times it's, you know, we love men. Um, I think society and, you know, Trump is like the boldest example of this, of blaming other people. So, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. No blame, no blame on anybody, but um, I'm afraid you could be absorbing some blame. So I want to find out a little bit about your background. So where did you grow up? Uh, I moved around a lot. I was born in New Jersey, uh, moved to Maryland, then Virginia, then a number of towns in Connecticut. Suburban? Uh, mostly, yeah. And w- where, did you grow up with your parents? I did. They were together? Mm-hmm. They're still together? Yep. And what did, and your sister? Yep. Any other brothers, sisters? Nope, just the one sister. And what did your parents do? Uh, my dad's a biologist, and mm-hmm. my mother was a nurse. Mm-hmm. And what's their relationship like? Their relationship is good. We have we do have a very close family, mm-hmm. um, so I, I am very, I'm fortunate that, that I do come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had a nice family. You were always, yeah. were you always into acting or yeah, theater um, stuff? Yeah, I started, you know, the first play that I did, I was five. I played Jack's mother and Jack and the Beanstalk. And apparently uh, my mom likes to tell this story that the teacher was very impressed because when I threw the beans out the window, it was like I was really mad. And apparently <laughs> I improved you stupid boy as I threw <laughs> them out the window. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've always, so, so, so it's always, it's always, always been, been your thing. jam. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, always yeah. been what I went back to. I've and, explored And you many have things. like all this training. I mean, I mean, I don't know. There was a Shakespeare thing in England, right? I yeah. Don't know. I, don't uh, have, I went like, to the heart school. And so we do spend a semester. We were the inaugural class. But you, you're like, and, you're like, I mean, I'm telling you, the real is yeah. great. So you can sing, you can dance. You're like a really, like the real deal, the real deal. Um, so, uh, anyway, so when did you, did you have boyfriends growing up? Uh, yes and no. I actually, so I guess I can, I can say this. And this I think is where many of the things stem from. When I was 16, I dated a guy, he was 21. Um, we worked at a candy store together. He turned out to be schizophrenic. Mm. And so that I think is where a lot of, um, I had to grow up very quickly. So what? That. So what happened? Um, because schizophrenia typically yeah. comes out like at adolescence or later. A lot of times, he the early twenties. St- yeah. Well, he was twenty-one, um, and I. So he was a little older. He than was. You? He was older. Yeah. Was, was he in 16, college? He was, uh, That's a big age difference for any, that. It was, yeah. And did did everybody con- Was that a thing? Were your parents worried? I, my parents were. Yeah, I, I don't think they loved it. I think they trusted me enough to make like decisions, let it but they didn't. I I don't think they realized they the extent. Then. I certainly didn't. He had stopped taking his medication a few months prior to us meeting, and so so sort he of a had downhill. already been. So I was imagining was you were going to say that he didn't know, but he no, was already he diagnosed. Knew. He was also Did adopted. Uh-huh. Um, and he thought he was Jesus at one point. I mean, I held this man in my arms and he cried at the end of his driveway when he told me that the only, I, I mean, it was, it was, my severe. Heart it was like- so severe. And, you know, a, a lot of my, um, kind of having to push through 
these these difficulties in my life, I think, does stem from that, especially when it comes to men, because that was such a terrifying situation to go through. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. yeah, I'm I, um, any silence in this conversation <laughs> that you hear from me is emotions that are like really powerful inside me that I just can't really put into words. OK, so let's just go with that. I don't uh-huh. want to. I just want you to know, folks, <laughs> listeners, that's where I'm coming from. This is very um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Uh, so uh, he, you didn't know he was schizophrenic. I, di- I didn't and know. And what was he doing with his life yeah. when you met him? He was the lead singer of a heavy metal band. Oh, <laughs> oh now I get it. Now it's See, all coming and that's, together. See, that's where it came from. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was working, I was working at a candy store in the mall and he was working there also. So that's how and where we met. And so for me, you know, just being young and innocent and being this older guy is lead singer of a heavy metal band. Oh, that's interested in me. Awesome. So it was like awesome. Yeah. And then it turned out to be not so awesome. So what was your life with him like? Um, I picture you like, I picture you in like tiny outfits like hanging out backstage with like tons of drugs and alcohol or what Not was so it like? Much the tiny outfits. And I was actually very innocent. I didn't drink. I didn't do the drugs. And at one point I actually said, you know, like, yeah, yeah, he was smoking pot with his friends. We were at a party. I did sense, I mean, I was always a little, you know, in- intuitive. And I did sense that I thought that the age difference bothered his friends. I didn't know that there was so much more to it at that point. Uh, so they I all... sensed a standoffishness from them. Did, that... Right. Did they know he was schizophrenic? Yeah. And so that's why they, they were like this We had this an poor... intervention at one point. I mean, like when so things what, really got yeah, bad. So, what, so did his parents, His like why didn't his parents, where were his parents? Well, like I said, he was adopted. I think his father... I and I don't think that matters. More. I don't either. Yeah. Um, but, but his okay. mother was definitely hands-off. Of the situation. Um, his father seemed a little more caring and, um, you know, if my memory serves me well, interested in what our time together was like. Uh-huh. But his mother was definitely, um, she turned the other cheek. So could he function well because he was in a band? Like, was his life, did his life seem sort of normal? I mean, in up the, to for a, a point, guy in a band, and then he and then what lost happened? It. We, the, um, when things really took a turn, he disappeared for a while, and so his best friend was was asking me if I knew where he was. Uh, I did not. Um, he ended up going to her house, moving out of his parents' house, and staying with her for a while, and that's when the. The paranoia, the stories, I mean, so many stories, things that he would just tell me, like he was going to be living on the Indian reservation with his ex-girlfriend. And I mean, there were just so many strange and, things that he, you know, that he would ask me, are you going to come live with us? And, you know, so just this like stuff. So you know, how did would, you process that um, as a 16 year old? That's not fair. It was a little difficult. <laughs> like it didn't it didn't last very long. Um, I would say there were probably a few weeks where there were these very strange stories coming from him. Um, And then finally, he disappeared for about a week. Mm -hmm. And his friends found him. We all went over to a friend's house. Um, All of the friends were gathered. They did not tell me it was like an intervention Mm -hmm. or anything like that. They kind of brought him in. They were like, look who we found. He had leaves in his hair. His eyes were dead. I mean, it Mm -hmm. was terrible. It was was, I was so scared. Mm. And. 
I just remember sitting on the couch in the living room with his best friend while they had him in the kitchen and were mm. saying that they want to get him help. They want to put him in a safe mm. place and praying that he would forget I was there. And then he started calling my name. And why crying. did they want him to forget you were there? <laughs> no, I wanted him to forget that I was there. Why? Why? What do you mean I, by I that? Didn't, I didn't want to be in that room. I just didn't want to. I, did I just didn't friends, want to be there. I didn't did realize. Did his friends like prepare you for this? No. So that's so that's where it was. So so are I you didn't, mad at them? Fuck that shit. I mean, I you should be mad at them. I yeah. I should you know be. they're assholes. Were they his age? And they were his age. They were over I 18. Think they were, oh, yeah. No. And I th- well, 18 and plus. And I think that they just didn't. I, I looking back, I don't think that they knew how to break it to this kid that her boyfriend is so sick, you know? And, yeah, they and, didn't. And it's no, difficult. I get it. So I, I can get that. Looking back, I can get it. Um, But but I'm just saying, right. like, the, the yeah. feeling is the feeling that I feel is Fury. I'm furious at them. I don't necessarily blame them or or I understand. I'm just saying like, but that they didn't say something sooner or even you prepare know, that, you before you walked in the door. You you were just there and you had no idea. Yeah, they were like, oh, we're going to talk about, you know, what's going on with him. You know, so I wasn't told that they yeah, had found him, that's that they not were going to talk about hospitalizing him and all of that. They, so it was, it was very, the kind, I was kind of in just there because I was his girlfriend, but, and then they put me on his lap. I'm sorry, but that was the worst. How did that happen? Uh, he started crying, calling my name. And so they brought me in from the living room and they <laughs> put me on his lap and they're like, everything's going to be fine. Look, she's here. She loves you. I'm like, that was difficult. Um, More speechlessness. So, yeah, um, so you didn't want to even be there. I didn't want to be there. No. At that I'm, point, I didn't know that he was going to show up. I thought it was just, you know, we were going to talk about what to do. So ha- what happened when when um, you had to like sit on his lap and they did they like li- just like literally pick you up? Uh, I mean, they, 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 they like brought made me it over. happen physically. He stopped crying. It was, you know, it calmed him down a little bit. It, you helped I think cal- that's they what used it, you to yeah. calm him down. Yeah. And what was that like when you were sitting in his lap? It, really it was numbing. Horrible. Numbing. Mean, was, you just was, yeah. too much. Just yeah. too much. I mean, this poor guy, you know, I mean, I'm I'm still a kid at that point, 16, you know, but like I can I can feel empathy for this poor guy who's going through this horrible thing who's mm-hmm. also terrified. Were were you still thinking of him as your boyfriend? Were you like in love with him? I, I can't Did say you? that I was in love with him. No. I think it was more just infatuation and interest. And it was also that you know, like the first um I mean, I don't want to, you know, first sexual boyfriend. relationship oh, yeah, right, right, right. and like all of this sort but, of. But um, I guess what I'm asking is, did you feel obligated or did you feel more? I felt obligated. It wasn't that like this is somebody that I'm like, you know, like if that happened like now with like me or my husband, we would take care of each other. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and but, but but it was more of an obligation. I knew I was which still a you kid. didn't which you didn't really have. Right. Frankly. Right. But do you think they put that obligation on you? I think a little bit. I think at that point, I think they I think one of the reasons that they didn't want to say all of these things to me and prepare me is that they were prepared to take care of it. Overall, mm-hmm. they did bring him to the hospital. I didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, so so it was Give just I was there so that I was included because of our relationship. Right. I see what you mean. So they yeah, didn't there was him. no responsibility okay. on me. Okay. Um, okay. And so what happened after that? Did you know he was schizophrenic before that? Is no, that how I you didn't. found That's out? how I found out. They yeah. told you that day. They did. Yeah. So and then what happened after that? I did go to, to visit him um, in the hospital once. And he proposed. 
<laughs> but did you and, feel uh, a connection, an emotional connection? Or did you say, I know this is over and this guy's a friend? No, or were I you knew up- it was over. The, the first time that uh, I went with his best friend to the hospital, it was, um, it's a, you know, like a university sort of facility. So there are many different departments. And we walked past the dental department and someone screamed and we looked at each other and we walked right the hell out. <laughs> we were like, not today, not today. Good for you. Um, but we did go back maybe the next day or the following day to visit him. Right. Um, and he seemed like he was doing okay. He seemed to understand what was going on with him. Um, but he did ask me to marry him and I didn't know what to say. I said, you know, if if we feel the same way after you get out of here, we can talk about it. And then he proceeded to introduce me to all the other patients as his fiance, which oh, I think man. is also a little, you know, I, I mean, I can see that it was it, it was a little traumatizing. I mean, that was totally, the, you know, totally. So. so how did you process all that? Did you talk to your parents about it or what, um, did, did you just kind of intern? It was too scary to talk. No, about? I think I, inter- I I internalized it much more. Mm. You know, uh, I, I talked to a few people a little bit later on mm-hmm. about things. I brought it up to my parents mm-hmm. since I mean, my dad, you know, over Thanksgiving, he did mention that he remembers when I went to go visit him mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, you but, know, but you were like, I'm just going to handle this. You were like in the Melissa Roth mode of I'm going to Melissa, Melissa, I'm going to handle this Roth. (laughs) Yeah, Um, because what? Who who do you talk to with that at that age? Yeah, Yeah. you know, and your friends don't understand. They don't. They haven't seen and. Yeah, you you, you know, like anything like this, and and Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, you you had to deal with that, and um. I'm just thinking I have to do the station ID. This sounds so so annoying. (laughs) Uh, And also, if you want any free tickets, you want to see Melissa act really fun and cheery (laughs) and look gorgeous uh, and make out with a really handsome guy. You should you should. This is all free. We're giving everything away. Call in at 718-928-9732. Uh, and don't forget our, about our Christmas party. Come to our Christmas party on Thursday, December 3rd. And go to our website and donate some money. We're giving you all this shit, free tickets, free beer. Go to our website, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, and donate some money. Uh, you're listening to uh, Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit every Thursday, 2 to 3. Uh, okay, so you ha- you said that you think that this has affected you with men. Like, sure. So what, what do you... Let's cut. Let's let's cut to the guy. The guy. Well, let's cut to recent. How how is that? How do you see that? Um. Well, I think the 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 deepest fear is that you never really know what somebody else is thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, with with him going back, you know, not everybody that I meet is going to be you know sick or or schizophrenic. Obviously, I know that. Um. But there is kind of that fear that you don't know what somebody's motives are or, or what they're thinking or mm-hmm. how they're going to react in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about trust. It's trust. And you yeah. have a hard time trusting yeah. people. Now I'm wondering if your family is ridiculously trustworthy. I find that they are. I, I find that I can say things that they trust me, that I can trust them. Um, and they trusted you enough to go out with that guy. They did. And did they- yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think they have and it's not that they haven't in the past told me that they didn't like boyfriends of mine. Yeah. You know, so so they will say something if it is. But nobody knew he did hide it very well until he right. could no longer hide it. And at that point, you know, his friends were 
it was hospitalizing an, him and ac- you know an so. accident yeah so um have did you do well in school and I stuff did. like that yeah. you're always a really good student yeah i actually i had the opportunity to go into the gifted program but i chose not to because i was doing more of the uh you know what it, well pressure. it would interfere with some of like the you know the mm-hmm. more um creative stuff mm-hmm. you know let me ask you something why mm-hmm. did you take down you took down the um i did i um the post about what had happened to you recently with your health and your yeah. cat and stuff like that and why did you take that down well part of it is you know social media is so funny um you know, sometimes it's nice to have an outlet where where you can just be you mm-hmm. uh, and connect with your friends mm-hmm. on a personal level uh, or people or let you know, let people know what is happening with you, especially if you don't see people for a very yeah. long time. Um, but then there's also as somebody who is in the public eye or, you know, you yeah, know, you're, you're an, an actor or performer keeping that professional and then there's the, okay, well, if I do the professional... So you were conflicted. I was conflicted. Between personal and professional. Yeah. And did you want to... I always want to take my Facebook page down. But... <laughs> <laughs> always. So you're really self-critical. A little bit, yeah. Um, A little bit. A little bit. So you wanted... You were conflicted about it. So there's part of you that wanted to reach out to people and let them know... Did You wanted them to know you were okay. I wanted them to know that I was okay. I'm also very excited about things that are coming up. I mean, it was horrible what happened. Mm. But the fact that, you know, I, I used to never even get colds. And then this horrible thing happened mm. and I was afraid I was going to die, you know. So where, did you so, want to thank people? Did you want people to get the impression that you were okay, not to be worried about you? Was it about your career? What happened there? It was, it was that. It was also, I think, because it was sort of the year anniversary of it. I mean, it was last year, October, November. Mm that I didn't think I was going to see 2018. Mm-hmm. So now to have gone through and, you know, to feel good and look good and, and you know, sound good and, you know, all, all of these things, I feel better and I've got these projects that are coming up, Bohemians and things that I'm uh-huh. writing and producing um, uh-huh. and and to feel like I'm moving forward. What kind of fe- I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. What kind of feedback? Where I'm, I just want to get everything. I'm just so sure. anxious to get so all <laughs> all of the Melissa Roth oh. I can. Uh, so uh, pack it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say. So why? What was the? What kind of a response? What kind of you? You must. I think people were writing. What did you get out of the post? Did you get rewarded for it? I think so. I, I was surprised really how many people paid attention for one because mm-hmm. um, you never know, you know, um, how many people had had no idea what was going on, even if I had seen them during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and and it was nice to, you know, to get a little bit of, of support, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm glad mm-hmm. you're feeling better. Wow. I had no idea because I did meet many new people during that time as well. Mm-hmm. And so the judgments and the assumptions that people mm-hmm. make when they meet you, when you're in a, you know, when you look the way that mm-hmm. I did or, mm-hmm. um, oh, so you wanted so to it was, resolve, it was, help resolve, it was resolve that. Yeah. Um, but and the, also just the anniversary, just to acknowledge where mm-hmm. I was last year versus this year and the strides Cause, that I've made. Cause that's part of the, everything's fine. Melissa Roth, yeah, <laughs> uh, theory, you know, theory. Uh, 
did uh so you took it down i guess that's fair because you're yeah. an actress and you're in the public eye whether you like it or not so yeah. i guess that's fair uh so what happened with the guy that you were dating at that time like how did you miss what were the red flags that you missed well i mean you know the the ex-girlfriend definitely was in the picture um and i knew that uh they ended up getting you know i mean they ended up getting pregnant and but they had decided they were just going to co-parent so then we did get back together and that was so there was a bit he had had a baby yeah and why did you get back together with him did <laughs> You know, now I'm asking myself that question, but he's also, I mean, he's very charming and I don't know if I want to go, you know, I mean, he, he knows how to, he knows what to say. He knows how to manipulate and, you know, maybe it was the attention. Maybe it was that there was somebody, I mean, at one point he was talking about living together and couldn't afford to buy a house, but, you know, could maybe afford to buy a co-op and, you know, make things easier on me. So it's like, Maybe you want was, was it that I, was, mean, I do want to be in a relationship i right. just need somebody who can see me you know and right but you wanted to believe i wanted to believe yeah there's you know? a one and we did get along um there were things that you know and i i think when you know relationships and a lot of the bohemians is about this too two people who are very different and right. how they come together and you know love conquers mm-hmm. all is the tagline mm-hmm. um and i think it's 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 that wanting to believe that somebody really does see you and really does accept you for who you are, mm-hmm. that you can do the same for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think seeing people struggle throughout my life and make changes and be in one position that might be detrimental to their physical or mental health and then make those changes to make themselves a better person, to me, that's attractive. So you know? do you do you, do you feel like like say this guy or maybe maybe it's a pattern i don't know i have yeah. no idea i mean is it like you're you is there like some some part of you that wants them to fix themselves it might be i think it also may you know stemming from my situation when i was 16 the um being interested in how the mind works uh-huh. uh, so i think there you know it, it might be a little deep-seated sort of interest in you know helping somebody uh you know or seeing somebody make these changes in their life um so so you're okay with the guy needs a little fix a fixer you're okay with a fixer upper well or see, do you like a fixer? no no i like somebody who can fix themselves because i'm trying to fix myself so i think somebody who can understand that that it's not just you know this is the way life is and there's no point in trying to change it's somebody who can say this is how i was and that's where he was coming from where he had taken his life did a total 360 mm-hmm. he didn't stop the lying or the manipulate you know that mm-hmm. i think is personality trait as opposed to but from where you know this guy was at one point in his life that he confided in me to where mm-hmm. he was now you know he wanted to be a better man he wanted to you mm-hmm. know and he made all of these changes and i i do respect that because mm-hmm. we all get stuck in these dark places mm-hmm. and sometimes it's very difficult to get out of it mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I guess I'm wondering, so I don't know. I'm wondering if you, um, if there's something in you that wants, like you're, like you love self-improvement. I do. And you're really good (laughs) at it in your own self, right? And I'm wondering, because all the things that you do would take a lot of discipline and hard work. Willpower. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering. Sacrifice too. And what? Sacrifice? Sacrifice. Yeah. And I'm wondering if 
there's something about that that is satisfying you with these guys like you want to see them have that same thing and they want that same thing i think that i when, think that what is, yeah. what is the longest relationship you've had uh four years and we the last year of that um and this was before i moved to new york so things were definitely different mm-hmm. once i moved to new york it's it's as far as dating goes as far as dating it's a, it's a different yeah, different beast that. here we yeah. all know that all um know so that. prior to that i was with somebody for 4 years the last year we had broken up but we lived together for a year after and we knew that we were just friends mm-hmm. um and the <laughs> when i asked him I actually think it's very sweet. Some people look at me funny when I tell the story, but we were together for three years and it got to a point where we were really just very, very good friends who loved each other. He was coming out of the shower and uh, I looked at him and I said, when you see my breast, do you see a breast or an elbow? And he's naked because he's out of the shower. He looks at me, looks kind of sad, but then looks back up into my eyes and says, an elbow and then he wiggled his dick at me and he jumped up and he like bolted into the (laughs) bedroom and it was adorable but it was honest and it was real and I appreciated that you know like I you know I was able to be comfortable enough to ask him that weird question and that he responded in such an honest way um so this is all sounding so weird to me it's so weird right well it's sounding that it was not you know i also you know but it's also it's also you're um giving him a lot of power over evaluating your sexuality maybe like i don't know i mean did it sound like that it didn't feel like that didn't feel like that no i think it was an honest question because we weren't we weren't you just wanted to know i was like we're not you know okay do everything together. Mm-hmm. We laugh. We love each other. We snuggle. So you guys are we really like, close. We were so close, but there mm-hmm. wasn't the um, sexuality. The sexuality there. Yeah. And so, so okay. is it? So yeah. You, so that made you comfortable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And we were not meant to be together. You know. Yeah. So and that was the only way that I knew how to ask him. You know, should we break up? Was when you see me. Right. Do you see me as as you that know was, a sexual being or right. are we just do we just love each other? Yeah. But, but there wasn't a real direct conversation like you you made. I'm just, you know, we only have we're, we're gonna, yeah, uh, we yeah, don't have but. enough. We're going to have to. Have, <laughs> I mean, we could do that. But I'm wondering about the red flags. Is there a pattern to these guys, the guys that you've dated? Well, Is I there think a certainly pattern? the last two. Uh-huh. Um, I think the main pattern on that was that it allowed me because so this last guy off and on seeing each other, whatever, for three years. The one before that was five years sort of off and on. He was just getting over a divorce. There were kids involved. There were there was stuff. And then my career. So being in New York and trying to establish myself and, mm-hmm. and where I fit in and find where I fit in mm-hmm. and when and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we only saw each other once, maybe twice a month. And so part of that was our schedules. Um, others, you know, other part of that was me trying to be patient with things that they were going through and trying to focus on your work, on my work, right, and so it definitely, I think, became a habit that I just got used to only seeing somebody once, twice a month. But it sent the wrong message. Mm. It didn't send the "I would like to build a relationship with you" mm-hmm. message. It sent the "I'm cool with just seeing you every once in a while," mm-hmm. and this isn't something that I'm looking, mm-hmm. you know, towards the future for. Right, right. So, so the guy that you broke up with most recently, the guy that you know. For lack of better, the guy uh-huh. that you went through that illness yeah. 
Um, uh, did you? How often did you see him? Were you living with him? No, uh, he had brought it up at one point, but then when I tried to move forward, things got a little funny. Um, we saw each other quite a bit in the very beginning, but then mm-hmm. I think you know the ex girlfriend was like heard that he was seeing somebody mm-hmm. else and started you know why getting did- in there. And then it was once, maybe twice a month. Hmm. So why did you put up with the fact that he was seeing another woman, seeing his old well, girlfriend? Well, he was telling me that they were not. So he, he was, was lying. He was, he was lying. And that that's, you know, I want to believe and I want to trust. I mean, I think you that I've, I've certainly <laughs> learned time. at this point, you know, um, but, but a- I don't, you know, I'm, I'm afraid. I, I am afraid of becoming jaded. I'm afraid of not being able to trust and so i guess i do you know i i do okay this is what i'm this is what uh i i'm worried but this is what i feel protective about for you yeah so i feel protective because i feel like you give people the benefit of the doubt when you don't when you shouldn't or when you don't i hate to use the word (laughs) should but when they don't deserve it that's what i mean like they didn't earn it from you People, people need to earn that, and you want to help them. Yeah. And um, when people, when you re- you really want to help people, yeah, like you have a strong drive to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, people take advantage of that. Yes. So, how do you protect yourself from that, or why? Okay, so how do you protect yourself, or why is that desire for you? of you to be so, to protect um the boy the guy so strong that it overcomes what's best for you does it sound like that's what you're doing kind I, of like you're hurt you know why what what is that is that from the boy in high school i think it might be i think it, i think that a lot of these things do kind of stem from that is that i saw he, i mean i saw him so much pain you know he was terrifying and he hurt me and there was you know but you know, all, when people, and maybe not all the time, this is a generalization, but mm-hmm. when people lash out and people hurt and people do, a lot of times it does stem from pain of and hurt and there. And so, you know, seeing that and and sometimes it is hard to just walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think I'm trying to put that into practice. <laughs> well, it's, but, it, you know, you you might have gotten wired. Like what I'm thinking is that you might have just gotten like, because I think first boyfriends are important. I mean, mine yeah. certainly has defined a lot of things for me. Yeah. Better for worse. Mm-hmm. Probably worse. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's so long ago. But um, the thing that I'm thinking about is that, uh, so the boyfriend, like you were there to sort of save that guy, but you couldn't really save him yeah. because of the circumstances, your age and all that. And that whole thing must have been so painful and so dramatic and so, like, frankly, ugly yeah. and frightening. And maybe you felt that you couldn't, you didn't save him. You couldn't save him. And maybe you're still trying to work that out to Could some be, degree yeah. or something. But you know what? Self-awareness, as my friend says, is the booby prize of life. <laughs> so the thing is it's like sort of discipline to try to find people that don't need that kind of compassion that you are so beautifully 
gifting Mm -hmm. and it's a shame that you get you know so do you think you're drawn to people who some need some help do you think like you feel emotional connection to that i think a little bit um you know when i was uh, trying to decide whether or not, you know, what to do for the rest of my life, what what my profession was going mm-hmm. to be. I was interested in going into um, psychology, mm-hmm. but I chose not to. I mean, one, I'm an artist. I'm, I'm an actor. That's, yeah. that's my drive. Right, that's what right, I do. Yeah. Um, but they are very similar, you know, really kind of getting into somebody's head. The reason that I did not go into psychology was because I know how sensitive I am and mm. I know how much I do take on other people's mm-hmm. energies. And I did not think that I would be mm-hmm. able to handle it in the long run. I thought that that would be too detrimental for my own health. Right. Um, that was smart. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and you know, the ex-boyfriend was, was part of the reason that I thought about it, but. And those yeah. guys, like, I don't think anybody's doing anything like, you know, in, intentionally like trying to no. fuck with you, but no. I do think that there are people who are just like, ooh, here's like a fabulous woman who's going to like help me. And they pick up on that. And then there's some of that that feels really intimate, like that person Mm -hmm. you're connecting with them, you're improving their lives, you're adding value to them. And that, and I can see how that could be good for, like you could really add value to them for like a year or two years, but eventually- temporary. Their their character, their nature, like they don't want to be liars or something, but and you don't want to be just somebody helping. But eventually all that stuff, you know, we all we all. So how are you meeting? How are you meeting guys now? You're too busy or what's going on? It's pretty busy. I mean, I I guess a lot of people that I do meet is work. Even this last guy was work related. Sure. I mean, it was I just wanted to, you know, I knew that they needed a backup singer for their band and so i approached somebody you know (laughs) about it and so that's how we got introduced and then he kissed me at one of their shows and the other one was like well she can't be in the band now so that so it wasn't even didn't Mm -hmm. even start off romantically it was like Mm -hmm. i was looking for work Mm -hmm. um and then it (laughs) derailed so are you dating mostly have you been dating mostly actor singer musician Uh, types i bad yeah i guess that's a well, so the guy before that was a stunt guy. We had met on <laughs> stunt. On that shoot. sounds worse. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about stuntmen, but that sounds no, worse. No, was very. I mean, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I whatever. And most <laughs> of the cool. guys you date, you meet in but person. Most of them I meet in mm-hmm. person. I sometimes I'll every couple of years I'll put up a profile on a dating mm-hmm. website and then take it down after a week. And um, I think a lot of men ask you out. Or no. Hit on you? No, no. I've never actually. I've been asked out on one date over Facebook for coffee. And so, how do you, are ever. you asking it's them? Usually, it's usually we just end up hanging out, or like I said, this guy, you know, backstage kissed me, you know, at the show, and then we just started hanging out. So, like, I've never been asked out on an official date. Mm. Um, most of the guys that we do, you know, the the guy before this one, and like I said, mm. since New York. I mean, I haven't had many boyfriends. It was the guy after college mm-hmm. um, or, you know, the guy yeah, in high school. Schizophrenic. Um, and then uh, my ex that I lived with after college before I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I moved to New York, you know, I've dated people, but it's been mostly like we meet, 
you know, I used to do a lot of, um, you know, cabaret. I worked as a fire performer, you know, so it kind oh, of met right. people through through that. Mm. And then we just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never really beneficial. And I know what they're about, you know, so it was never, right. you know, right. thinking that they were boyfriend material. Um, the last two guys, uh, the one before this last one, met on a project on a film shoot. And I was doing makeup for it. And he would come back. He was done. He was he had been wrapped, but he mm-hmm. would come and hang out and watch me do the makeup. So I mean, we, you know, we started yeah, hanging right. out from there. And um, you knew he liked you. Yeah. So Huh. Yeah. Huh. I don't but know. It, it sounds like busy. a pattern. I mean, Does it sound like a pattern I to think you? So. Yeah. And what about um getting married and having kids? Is that a priority for you or um, any of that stuff? Or? I would like to get I would like to get married one day. I would like to find or at least find you Have know, a partner. A partner. Uh, I chose not to have children. I would be open to dating somebody with kids. I would be open to adoption mm-hmm. down the line, mm-hmm. um, you know, or whatever right, non-traditional. Not I'm not, I never was really interested in giving birth. Yeah. If that's, if that clears <laughs> it up a little bit. I love kids. Doesn't look good. Um, <laughs> Amy Schumer's oh. throwing up on videos, so oh, that, that's not, you know, she's pregnant. But um, anyway, uh, so is it the birth thing that you're afraid of? No, it's more, you know, I chose the career over yeah. it. And at this point, too, you know, age-wise, and especially with what happened health-wise, you know, my reproductive system shut down for mm. two months, you know, so mm. I wouldn't even try at this point. Um, so I'm wondering if there's really uh, room in, you know, in a certain way, if it's practical, if there's room in your life for, a re- like, how much time does your acting is there room in your life for a relationship? I could make the room for that if mm-hmm. there was somebody who understands that my schedule's, you know, kind of nuts. Okay. We but ha- there's always time. We only have like five minutes yeah. left. So this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. I'm mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, you're great. That's what I'm thinking. And I think that uh, you could, um, I think there could be some growth for you. Yeah as an actress and um, a writer that you are developing Mm -hmm. and uh, your career's doing, doing really well. And I think there's like development for you in that perhaps in that um, taking, not taking more risks, but just focusing, like somehow I feel like folk, maybe you think focusing on a relationship is like indulgent or a waste of time. Do you think that sometimes? I don't know if I would say waste of time, but I think like there's uh, there's something there to what you said. I think it's I could work, I could do the show, yeah. or I could go out and try and meet somebody. Right. And I think you're always going to take the hard road. The I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this whole fucking <laughs> life by myself. I don't need anybody. Oh, I've thought about that. <laughs> so. My my feeling is if you made a if you said to yourself, I'm going to make a project of meeting somebody and like dating them four times because three till you have sex and then one more after that four times (laughs) and going on four dates with them. And I'm just going to make that part like a growth experience so that I can develop my uh, range of human interaction. And like you make that a priority, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to, I think you're going to get there. I'm surprised you're not dating a lot of people now, frankly. Guys, 
I'm surprised we're not getting any fucking calls on here. Um, <laughs> but I'll post a picture. You'll see what I mean. So um, anyway, but the thing is, so I'm thinking that, but I'm also thinking that the guys, the pool that you're fishing in isn't the most stable pool and that maybe you think stable guys are boring. I don't meet many of them. Because <laughs> you're only, because you're only hanging out with actors and musicians but like you you're a substantial person and in order to really move your career forward with writing and everything else you need uh to have a solid foundation you need somebody who's solid yes so i think do you go for looks do you care about looks a lot sometimes i mean i want someone who does enjoy eating right who likes to exercise no but i mean are you like are you like i'm worried that you're a little superficial (laughs) a little superficial and a friend say that once yeah you know but i don't know that i actually have a type i mean many of the guys that i have dated look so different from one another doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter but i mean like if you're going for guys who are like you know, cool and handsome and charismatic and life of the party, and you make that a priority. Those are all superficial things, which is, I'm not judging. Not life of the party. Okay. By no means, no. All right, or not life of the party, but like a desire, like a cliche of a desirable guy, then you're going to also... yeah. Those are, you know, if you're going for super, (laughs) you are, do not seem superficial, but if you're going, if you are, if you get sold by superficial qualities, so is everyone else that they're dating and they are totally uh, counting on that. So, you know what I mean? I think you're, I think you need to rethink your dating strategy. I think you have to have a dating strategy and I think you need to rethink it and i think we're getting a call let's see what's going on here are we getting a call dr lisa this is your friendly neighborhood baker steve here oh wow <laughs> you called me back oh wow i just want to interrupt your okay yeah we only have a minute left and i so i can't really yeah, talk sorry, right yeah. now but so will you send me you another message will you send me a message because i couldn't find your message just Will you send me a message on Facebook, a Facebook message? Because I wanted to thank you and stay in contact. I told everybody at our management meeting how I got a call from you. <laughs> I will. And I'd just like to say to your guest there that, that I'm really impressed with how she dealt with that whole thing with uh, her friend with schizophrenia and that. And that's, yeah. that's hard. That's, I know you. that yeah. personally. That's very hard. To very hard. At age 16, yeah. she's like, I'm that's- fine. I'll get it done, Melissa. No, exactly, right? Okay, I'm going to say goodbye to you because I'm going to have to okay. do a station ID. Thanks for calling in, though. Okay. I wish you were okay. here. We'd give you tickets. <laughs> so anyway, Melissa, I'm, will you come back? Will you do a, will you do a, Can we do a dating experiment together? Oh, gosh, perhaps. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so, uh-oh. Um, so will you, will you come back? Um, will you date some, will you do what we're talking about and come back. Yeah, the show has to open first. Okay, no, we, we not this month, next yeah. month, six months from now. Let's great. Okay, in yeah. the spring, like May, June, get mm-hmm. get get some dates going and try and change your make. It-